When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. This is the Nerd Dad Podcast where we talk parenting, pop culture, and politics. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, it's a keeper. I'm going to keep that one. Tuned in. We're going to talk autism today. I Right? Most of my shows are kind of silly in nature. Um... But I reached out to um, Usa Usa Omara. Uh, you may know her on Instagram and Twitter as Medusa Usa or Usa Medusa. She's one of the funniest parents on Twitter and Instagram. And I honestly reached out to her just because I thought she was entertaining. And I said, hey, I'd love to talk to you. Um, and it turns out she's got this incredible story. Um, 20 years ago, she had triplets two of which were diagnosed with autism. And um, and we talk about that. We talk about that journey, the support system, and um, and what we can do uh, to help and be cognizant. So uh, it's a really fun chat uh, with Usa. So I want to thank you for taking your time, Usa. Um, yeah, she's on an iPhone, and it's a bit choppy, but uh, I would say it's, you know, better than... 90% of the recordings I do here. So uh, bear with it because there are some just golden nuggets of knowledge and, and information and um, just the sweetest person around. And before I throw to the interview, please, wherever you're watching or listening to this, give a little five-star thumbs up, give a little subscribe or follow button. Comments are greatly appreciated. And uh, tell a friend. This is uh, interesting a thought experiment think of one person you know that would like or benefit from this podcast and tell them about it you're listening to it you must benefit or like this podcast think of one person who might enjoy it and tell them it's the only way this stuff grows uh i don't ask you for money i don't ask for much but subscribe follow and tell a friend it's greatly appreciated let's uh let's talk to usa are you listening Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Today, my guest is Usa Omara. Did I say it okay? Sure. Sure. (laughs) She is Usa Medusa on Instagram and Medusa Usa on Twitter. Um, She has quite the tale to tell. Um, Not only is she one of the funniest people, on social media, and that's proven by the fact that uh, all the various publications they like to pick her up as one of the funniest parents to they steal her material and use it for their own. Um, but she served in the Navy. She was 32 when she had triplets, who are now 20, um, and two of them had uh, autism diagnosis. Now, uh, Usa, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thanks for. And what I will say is, oh, there's a puppy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> when I first reached out to you, um, 
I said, Hey, would you like to record? You know, and, and normally I get kind of a lot of back and forth. Um, but you just, you told me like your story in a very, very sweet, um, kind of couple of paragraphs. And I want to share with everyone here, um, the last two paragraphs because, um, Connor and Rosie were, uh, two of your children who were given the autism diagnosis. And you wrote this. These days, my motivation is being as healthy as possible so I can live as long as possible because I can't imagine leaving her in a world without me to protect her. My Twitter is where I come to joke and laugh and relieve stress. My Instagram is where I share those jokes as well as a glimpse into life with autism, what autism looks like and what caring for someone else can be like. I feel like the more I show what autism can and does look like, the more understanding and acceptance others will have for all people on the spectrum. And uh, that's a powerful sentence. And it, it, is that becoming kind of your moral compass? Has like, like um, when they were young, it just dove right in with the diagnosis and their therapies. And it was just really easy to get lost there. And took me myself again. And, and every, Every time I thought I knew something, they showed me I did. So, yeah, it's just I just try to take their lead and and go with it. What was um, some of the early on stressors? Oh gosh, um, I think it was mostly I I felt something was up, and I re remember going to the pediatrician voicing my concerns and honestly our first one says with autism they don't have it and so I was like oh cool and this is great <laughs> and um yeah they're multiples they have their own language this happens all the time um there were four until they were diagnosed so um yeah I didn't ready since one doctor told me yeah, we were going to be okay. Um, okay, like that, that wasn't the end. It was just the beginning. So, um, and, and were probably the toughest. Was it you who kept pushing for something? I, I appreciate your diagnosis, but something still not doesn't feel right. Like how how did we get from we're good? Because what your doctor said you're good, and okay, I'm good. What what about it? Kind of kept you to keep picking at that scab and scratching at it? Um, I because my, my daughter's like what maybe was considered more of regressive autism, like had like skills and then just stopped talking. So it was kind of that abruptness and then my dad came home from work and um, really wasn't playing with her play like next to them all the time. And, and so we ended up going through the early in the school district and so that's when we where we got, got diagnosed and and what was it like after that so now we have the diagnosis what 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 happens and i i ask you because unfortunately i you know i don't know anyone with autism or maybe i do but i'm you know i'm not <laughs> aware of it um right but uh, what is that? What is that like after the diagnosis happened? What what what's next? So then, being at home, I um originally thought I'd go back to work, but 
three babies changed my mind. I just dove <laughs> right in like autism was my job. So just all the research. Like I said, there's so many therapies and, and diets and different things. It just went, I just went hardcore. But that's my personality. I'm all in or all out. I don't know how to do it. So um, there's just a lot of trial and error, finding what worked for us, what helped them. But it made life more about, about that, this rat race. And um, it, so I think just kind of pulling back and remember to enjoy life. We're still, I'm, they're still that want to have fun and do kid things. It, it took me a while to get back. Yeah. I guess it, the, uh, the parental instinct of wanting to protect. Yes. Uh, Fix everything. Is, is, uh, yeah. It's, it's everything in your power to be like, okay, you go do something a little risky and I'm, I'm going to try and shut up and, and let you do it. Um, I guess that, that feeling is amplified in your household. I mean, it, it was interesting because the, the triplet dynamic, I think, honestly helped, helped a lot. There was right there all the time, a neurotypical quote, um, which, and their brother Liam, and then, you know, they, Connor and Rosie's, um, a, so it was really, and they could still, they, they worked together like, like a military, like figuring out how to get over all the challenges gates or circumvent any so it, it was interesting it was it was fun but... <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's funny too because like when i uh after reading your your kind of your story i i said to you i'm like one of those things is somebody's is, is what somebody would say is their life you know what i mean like they would say they're military and that that's their life uh they had uh they had children that's their life you had triplets right <laughs> like that's that's their life uh one one child with autism would be enough like any of these things would be enough to write a book about um and you've had multiples pardon me mm -hmm. the triplet pun uh <laughs> couldn't resist um all simultaneously uh, how, how has your support structure helped you um, get through this? Or have you uh, shouldered the burden yourself? Oh, no. Um, my parents, first of all, like um, my dad, I miss him. He just felt so differently. And, and he was just a great analyst and with great advice, military colonel pilot. But then he has. <laughs> Um, degree was in psychiatry. He is new wow. to say, but when I was pregnant, he said we were in Indianapolis at, at the time. He um, he drove up there, and he was there the last month of my my pregnancy for the first month of her life, and just we, we there's no way thirty five weeks, and we never would have made it that far without him. Um, He's the one night. He was like, none of this waking up all the time. You can't do it. And he just got up in the, the midnight feeding until he weaned him off and they slept through the night by the time he had come back to Texas. Um, 
No, but when we got the diagnosis and I said, I, you know, I think I want to eliminate some pussy in these behaviors and, and removing weed and dairy are supposed to help with this. And, um, oh, yeah, they'll be fine. Or, oh, this, it was just always whatever you want to do. And supporters, um, it's, it's hard when your child, my daughter, she's still non hard to find someone that you trust to leave them with when they can't tell you when if something happens my parents have been great with that um, my mom, mom she just turned one um still strong as ever my my daughter went over there right now and um, do something quietly or go to grandma's and she walked across the street to grandma so um <laughs> yeah, i wouldn't be here without them that's amazing another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. You're looking, you get, you get your eye on the door. What are we expecting? Um, <laughs> well, when I say her, that it's, I have it with her. It was for so long, um, dead bolts on all the doors that, that my neck to all the time because she would leave and, and go and, um, any lock. So that was the only way we could um, keep the house secure and so that maybe that's a habit. I just thought of her and had to look at the You were like, I saw that like, oh, okay, so what's going on? Uh, <laughs> look, with people are home-based, you never know what you're going to find. Um, with regards to uh, to Rosie not ha- being, being nonverbal, is that, that you said that's fair, nonverbal? Yes, and uh, that's what I've always Said, but I've learned from um, divergent people, which um, I really enjoy speaking with because it it helps from people who are like her, but that can speak. Is that they prefer non-speaking over non-verbal? Okay. She does have the ability to say words, and she will sometimes. So learn. All right. No. So non-speaking. So how how does she communicate with you? to let you know what she likes, what she doesn't like. Um, because at the beginning of our conversation, you said, I kind of take my lead from them. And, and that that struck me as, you know, that's really good parenting. Um, and I imagine that, again, this idea of amplified feelings and emotions is kind of running through my mind as we, as we talk here. So how do you know when where she's trying to lead you? Yeah. Um... I saw your eyes open so on that one. I think I got you. <laughs> it, it was easier when they were younger, for sure. Like, um, you know, because they're pretty typical of, of any child. And um, she did a lot of putting my hand in. Um, and so I was really good at kind of just um, and really try to get her to come out a little bit more, more to tell me. Um, it's I, just, I know her really, really well. Um, she does if I, if I wait her out when I know what she wants and just, just wait for her to try to say it. She And I just remind 
remind her, I'm like, someday I won't be here or you'll be talking, you'll be with someone else and not your mom. I, I know what you want because I'm your mom, but you need to find a way to say it. And speech um, and we're working on speech history on the computer. It's pretty sophisticated and it, it seems like someone who, so we've kind of worked on trying to type things out and it, it, that's what we're working on um we we have had, had a year i've struggled with what she's thinking um we've had some crying kind of reason um and i think it's all, all just emotional her brothers are off to college and they have prom and they're doing the things and, and of course she she said she wants to do the things and she wants to I see her look at boys and I know she wants to learn love and, and that's just all really frustrating and I think it comes out with tears because she thought so the, the communication's hard right now with with bigger emotions and big Yeah, and not being able to express yourself. I think yes. uh, it's a it's a relatable feeling. I mean, we've all, whether you're a parent or not, we have been overwhelmed by the things that are impacting our lives and not being able to do anything about it. And I mean, who amongst us hasn't sat on the edge of the bed just cried for a little bit because you're just like Jesus Christ, I gotta, I can't do anything. It feels like everything's happening to me. Um, so it's a it's an understandable feeling, uh, and, and I guess from your perspective, all you can do is be there for her. Um, I know she knows. You know, you know we're um, when you're high, which is hard for any kid already. Um, I didn't really like. I had a lot of she had a lot of friends. Um, the typical peers. So we're just seeing things we at school that are different. We don't like it. We saw Rosie by herself. And, and I just, I already didn't have, the transparency was a lot less when we when we moved and had access to the school whenever I wanted. And, and I volunteered there and I just walked. But it wasn't, it wasn't the same. And, and with her not being able to tell me that, that was hard. Um, I had a friend who actually subbed in that room and, and was like we need to talk and, and um yeah it was it was pretty bad so withdrew her from school that day and the principal wanted to talk and it was kind of like like if you want me to be constructive and say something nice you need to give me some so we ended up staying away we tried again in, in freshman year same and just something wasn't right and so we I've been homeschooled us for so long so I think that's why just there's this connection and I kind of know to to cry to me and um <laughs> this one's crying and, and kind of trying to kiss me at the same time and I it was just a she's a she loves music music is her language Language for sure. Um, kind of cute musicians, and um, 
I was like, oh, so you want to kiss a boy? <laughs> like I get this, I get like, <sighs> I get. So don't, I'm your mom. But I'll tell you what, when I was a kid, I would practice with my or just some like kind of an alternative. This is what you could do. And um, so kind of let the box a lot and break things down to just like the steps. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I maybe I don't, I don't know. Maybe I've done some little feels open enough to come to me. Those are pretty. I don't. I'm not even sure how to explain how well, our relationship. But it's, I, I look. I, <laughs> I hate to be overly sappy here, but it, there's a lot of love. I can see it. Um, I can see it in your eye. I can see it the way you talk. I can see. Um, like a, you're in Houston, I'm in Toronto, but God damn it, I can feel it. Uh, like I can, <laughs> I can, I can feel it coming through. So, um, I, with, with Rosie, um, I, and on your Instagram account, you do a lot of sharing of, um, Rosie and Connor, uh, living their lives and, and their activities and, and sharing those moments. Um, how, do you get feedback from people? Like it, it is it something that people are are relating to when they're reaching out and saying thank you? Um. Yeah, and, and honestly, it seems like it's mostly people who don't have someone with autism and they're, they're new to it or their kid. Just oh, thank you for sharing that because they're autistic child just came into my son's class and now we have ideas on how to try to be their friend or um and even just more, more local interests are probably from people around here because i um part of a nonprofit with not right now now young adults with disabilities trying to, to find full employment not um just sort of busy work employment and then um the olympics um my my other son has his around um disabilities he built a communication board for the playground for former elementary school and it's just a big huge, huge touch board so that they're not having to run time or you know they can just point to what they want to play with with their friend and then um just I've had some, um, and like I said, with language, talk to me, and, and they're so great about kind of their take is on, on it. And so it, it gives me new perspective. But, and I believe people, their child was just diagnosed, and how, what, where do they start, and how, what do they do? And I mentioned support, and that definitely is like the number one thing get a support system. In play of always my first step. What I'm hearing is it's about access, accessibility, and and a customized approach to the child and what they need. Um, and 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 kudos to you for doing this and, and sharing um, 
with everyone because it would be easy to become overwhelmed and sheltered and 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 full of self-pity and it would be easy to do all of those things um but you've taken the opposite approach and you come at it with a, a beam of positivity and you share and um and then you just post like silly uh like relatable stuff about like your husband and 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 marriage and it just like I don't want to use the word normal, but I was about to, and that felt wrong. But you just post mm-hmm. like traditional kind of marriage and, and having kids shit. So uh, it's just, it's a breath of fresh air. And I have greatly appreciated talking to you today. Oh, thanks. Me too. But, now, but, but he is great. And <laughs> unfortunately, like the statistics of parents and then parents of, with kids with disabilities that end in it, it's just staggering and we talked about that early on and i feel like steve and i were just steve is his name well if that's what everyone else does that's definitely not what we're doing just because (laughs) yeah he's been working from home since since the rona and um it's helpful having people around uh she is Usa. You can find her Usa Medusa on Instagram or at Medusa Usa on Twitter. Give her a follow. Uh, again, thank you so much for your time today and sharing your story. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. That's it. Game over. Uh, man, I told you what a great conversation. Uh, I will have her back again in the future to talk about this topic. Um, and maybe, you know, get into some more details drill down a little bit further. This was my first meeting, so I wasn't terribly comfortable drilling down. Um, I, I felt like it was a bit Dr. Philly at times, and I, I didn't mean to turn it into uh, an after-school special, but she was just so honest and forthright with her knowledge and uh, her experience that I, I couldn't help but get her to share that with you. So, thanks again. What else do I want to say here? What else do I always say here? I want to thank DeanBlundell.com. DeanBlundell.com, home of Canada's number one podcast network, including yours truly. You can find Dean Monday to Friday, three to four-ish, for about an hour and a half now. It's keeping it tighter. It's a much better show. Don't tell them I said that. Um, and also check out their website. News, humor, entertainment. Occasionally I write for them. It's all good. And new here... I start saying this now every episode because uh, I've partnered with Mom Cave TV. Head over to Mom Cave TV, check out their brand of irreverent parental humor, and look out for my first blog post with them as we uh, grow together. But they're way more established than I am. So thanks for taking me on, Mom Cave TV. And finally, if you'd like some merch for Christmas, I'm mentioning Christmas in October. Deal with it. Uh, (laughs) Head over to DeanBlundell.com store and check out uh, some of the dad shirts. Zero Days Without a Dad Joke, World's Okayest Dad, Raised by Homer, Peter, Stan, and Bob, and That Nerd Dad, a variety of colors, a variety of sizes, all for about 35 bucks, give or take. And then send me a picture with it so I can put it on the show. That's it. We're done. Be well. Be safe. We'll see what happens next week.
I almost stole uh, the dumb dads. They go, bye. I wanted to do it because I really enjoy their show. Shout out to the, the dumb dads. Thanks for listening. Damn. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.